When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a very good Saturday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for winding with us, Stephen Strom here. Marlins have their five-game win streak snapped in Atlanta. Game one goes to the Braves. They win 16-4. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, it was a good old-fashioned whooping here at Truist Park on this Friday night just outside of downtown Atlanta, Georgia. The Atlanta Braves hammer the Miami Marlins in game one of this Big three-game July 4th weekend series. All Atlanta in game one tonight. Final score 16-4. to The Atlanta Braves now 54-27 and this season. The Marlins suffer a setback. They are 13 over now at 48-35. and Marlins' five-game winning streak is over. The Atlanta Braves' five-game winning streak rolls on. It now sits at six. This is the 10th inning show. And with Gabby Sanchez, I'm Kyle Seeloff and Gabby. Um... I, I, I guess, you know, real big picture here. I think you kind of just shake this one off tonight. Yeah. It is what it is. There's there's really nothing about it that's going to, you know, put a lump in your throat. It's just it is what it is. You just got beat pretty good here tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. And, and when this kind of happens, there's a couple things that can, you know, go about it. And as a player, you kind of look back at this game and go, okay, well, they got after us really quick. They scored a whole bunch of runs. They didn't miss. We know that that team can hit. Uh, but really, too, as a pitchers, we made some mistakes up in the zone. Every single time we did, we clobbered it. Whenever we made our pitches, we were getting out. So that's the biggest thing. We have to make our pitches against a team that is red hot, especially with the bat like the Braves are. Uh, tomorrow, well, that's what we're going to do because really recapping today's game. And, yes, yeah, Sanchez hit a nice home run. And, you know, Jazz, he continues his hitting streak with a nice double. Um you know, Solaire with that bullet, that was nice to see out of him because we know that he's been frustrated. We kind of – you have to just forget this one, have that amnesia, and go on to tomorrow. We lost this game. There's nothing we can do. You can't redo it. You can't come back from it. It happened. It's done. Now what do you do as a team tomorrow? That's going to be the big measure, right? If you can come back tomorrow and say, yeah, you might have gotten us that game one, but we're going to come back in game two, and we're going to give you everything we have. You have Iori Perez on the mound. You know, you're hoping that your young phenom can go out there and do what he has been doing, which is basically dominate in the zone, especially that lower part of the strike zone. If he's able to do that, he's going to continue to be successful. But really, the hitters need to come out and bang around the ball a little bit. You know, you, you saw that the Braves did it today. We know that the Marlins can do it. We've seen them do it in the past two series, basically, against the Blue Jays, and we saw them do it against the Red Sox. you got to go out there and just bang around that baseball and show the Braves, yeah, you guys did it, but so can we. Yeah, the Braves' starting pitching staff has been gettable, and unfortunately it just it just got too far out of control for the Marlins' pitching staff here tonight. Hopefully Brian Hoeing can just shake this one off yeah, as well. He, He's been he really good. To. He has been really good. All it was is just – he got up in the zone. I think he was trying a little bit too much. And you go and look at it, and, and the reason why is because when he was good, he's dealing down in the zone with that sinker. A sinker is supposed to be a pitch that you throw down. Whenever you start to throw it up, 
it doesn't sink anymore. So a little bit of a run. So it's not going to have that same movement. Whenever he did that, boy, the ball was getting hit hard. So for Brian Hoeing, it's just, hey, that was on me. I wanted to pitch a little bit too much. I wasn't hitting my spots. We put this in that memory bank of, hey, when I try to overdo it, my ball's not doing what it's supposed to. That way you come back to your next start and you're back down in the zone. All right, Gabby, good stuff. I'll see you at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, bud. All right, sounds S- good. Gabby Sanchez of Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game tonight. All Braves in this one. Brian Hoeing making a start his uh, fifth of the season for the Marlins, third consecutive coming out of the uh, Marlins bullpen. And Atlanta started to crush him in the first. Ronald Acuna Jr. let off the ball game with an infield single in the first inning. And after a flyout by Ozzie Albies, Austin Riley played a deep first run of the night for the Braves. Here's the next offering, and that is smashed towards the gap. Right center field on the run. Jazz Chisholm Jr. not going to get it. Going to bang off the wall. Jazz gets it. He throws it back in. Acuna is going to try to score. Here comes the throw to the plate. Not in time. It's a first inning run for the Atlanta Braves, and they've got themselves an early 1-0 lead. And it would only get worse from there tonight for the Marlins. The next man to bat was Matt Olson. Here's Matt Olson. And the pitch is hitting the air to center field. Jazz Chisholm Jr. is on the run. He's in the gap in left center field, going back to the wall, and it's gone. Matt Olson has gone deep. It's a two-run bomb. And the Atlanta Braves have played it three through their first four batters here in the first. After a strikeout of Sean Murphy, a 3-0 game at that juncture, Marcelo Zuna walked, and then Eddie Rosario, the left fielder, put the finishing touches on the first inning for Atlanta. First pitch from Hoeing is swung on and hit high and deep right field. See you later. 5-0. They are lighting Brian Hoeing up like a Christmas tree here in the first. A uh, troublesome first inning for Brian Hoeing tonight. Five runs, four hits. Nobody left on base, but the Marlins would bounce back. Uh, an inning and a half later in the top of the third. It was still 5-0 after a leadoff double by John Birdie. Jesus Sanchez immediately brought the fish a little closer. And the 3-2 pitch is swung on, hit high in the air. See you later. Jesus Sanchez, number seven to the chop house here at Truist Park. It's 5-2 Atlanta here in the third. That two-run bomb coming with nobody out after Stallings and Arise bounced out. There was nobody on and two out for the former World Series MVP for the Atlanta Braves, Jorge Soler. Here's a swing and a drive, hit deep, left field, looking up, Rosario, there she goes. It's a three-run top of the third inning for the Marlins. Soler's team-leading 22nd bomb of the season, his 47th RBI. That puppy was blistered 410 feet to left field. Now this is a 5-3 game here in the third. (laughs) As soon as the Marlins would get three, the Braves would come right back in the bottom of the third, leading things off facing Brian was Austin Riley. Here's a swing and a drive hit deep left field. See you later. I mean, that thing is tattooed. That is the fifth home run in this ballgame. It is the third by the Atlanta Braves. Marlins have two. And now this is back to a three-run advantage for Atlanta. It's 6-3. to three. And the Braves will get another in the third after a triple by Matt Olson. Sean Murphy played it another. Pitch to Murphy is hitting the air fairly deep to right field, backing up Jesus Sanchez. He's shy of the warning track. Tagging from third is Matt Olson. He's going to score easily. It's a sacrifice fly for Sean Murphy. It is his 45th run knocked into the season. 
And this is once again a four-run game. It's 7-3 Atlanta here in the third. Brian Hulling would only go three and two-thirds innings in this ballgame tonight. He was replaced by Archie Bradley in the fourth. Michael Soroka went six innings for the Atlanta Braves in his first start at home in front of a crowd since 2019. It was 7-3 to three after four and a half. We would go to the bottom half of the fifth inning tonight. Archie Bradley on the mound after a leadoff double by Ozzie Albies. Austin Riley played in another for Atlanta. And here's a ground ball shot through the right side of the base knock. Jesus Sanchez sits back on it. Albies is going to score easily. Throw comes in towards the plate. It's not even close. Jesus Sanchez has got to continue yeah. to come in on that baseball. He got caught flat-footed playing it. I don't know if he thought that Albies would not try to score, but that's an easy run scored for the Braves, and now they've got an 8-3 lead. And then after the RBI single by Austin Riley, Matt Olson was uh, eager to step back to the plate and tee off again. Pitch to Olsen is swung on and hit with authority. It's met with some serious force to left center field, and it's gone. Matt Olsen has hit his second two-run home run of the night, and now it's Atlanta 10 and Miami 3 here in the fifth. Braves will get another run in the fifth inning. It was a four-run, five-hit Bottom of the fifth inning for the Atlanta Braves, and they were just a rolling 11-3. After five, the Braves got three more off Archie Bradley in the sixth. It was 14-3 at that point. The Marlins would get a run in the seventh inning tonight. It was an RBI ground out by Jesus Sanchez. Atlanta struck for two more in the bottom of the seventh inning. It was a two-run blast by Ronald Acuna Jr. Colin McHugh. Soaked up two innings relief for Brian Snicker tonight, the seventh and the eighth. Michael Tonkin took care of the ninth, and the Atlanta Braves roll the Marlins in game one this weekend by a final score of 16-4 to here tonight. Taking a look at the totals from this ballgame for the Marlins, four runs, seven hits, no errors, five men left on base. For the Braves, 16 runs, 15 hits, three errors, two men left on base. Soroka, the winning pitcher, now 1-1 one one this season, hoeing the loser. He is 1-2, played this ballgame in a tidy two hours and 30 minutes in front of a sellout crowd of 42,320 at Truist Park on this 76-degree cloudy Friday night in Atlanta, Georgia. For the Miami Marlins pitching staff tonight, they punch out five Atlanta Braves, and that means that $125 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, 25 bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the loss to the Braves. Uh, Skip, before we get into the game tonight, any further update on stalling? That's a sore ankle there, but level of concern, what you could do moving forward? Yeah, we'll take a look at it after um, the interview here and, and see where he's at. But, yeah, it was just a, a sore ankle. Um, so we'll see what happens. How quickly do you flush a game like this? Hopefully after dinner. Um, you know, it's just we just got our butt kicked. I mean, it's just, it happens sometimes. And um, so, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow already. I think it was a six home runs here tonight. How do you contain an offense like this? Yeah, I think the quality of strike is what you need to have. And, um, you know, there's probably a little bit too many pitches in the middle of the plate. And um, I, we didn't have too many chases either. And that team doesn't chase. I mean, that's a really good lineup. Um, they're deep. Um, and they can they can make you pay if you leave stuff over the middle, especially up. And, um, you know, they did a really good job against uh, some of our guys tonight. With holding specifically, uh First inning, five runs, and more or less to bounce back in the second to see him have to try have some resolve there after a rough first. 
Yeah, rough first, but yeah, he ended up going, getting a couple more innings, um, and you know, allowing our uh, not to use everybody in the bullpen, which is good. Um, but if you ask him, that's not what he probably wanted to do. Yeah, um, but you're gonna have those games every now and then, and uh, you know, unfortunately, tonight was one of those nights. And what did you see from your lineup? You guys get a few runs in the second, in the third, but they kept you guys at bay. Right. Yeah, I thought we took some good at bats. Roca's good. I mean. Um, it's the first time I've seen him in a couple of years live, and he had um, his fastball was really good today. Sinker was playing well. The slider was good. Uh, the changeup is real. So, but I thought the second time around, especially, is uh, our guys took really good at bats and made adjustments to him. Um, but yeah, just you know, obviously not enough tonight. Is it somewhat, I guess, discouraging the season matchup? Obviously, wins and losses, but the the manner of it that there's been quite a few blowouts. Just yeah, I don't really care who we get blown out against it's a blowout is not fun against any team and um you know you just you're kind of waiting for that thing just to be over because it was just a uh you know you just want it to be over as quick as you can after it was kind of kind of got out of hand so um yeah i know it was against the braves and it, and at someone in your division i get that part but you know hopefully we can uh come back tomorrow and and hopefully even up the series is that one of the things is that you say so much, the starting pitching sets the tone? Is that what you've seen, I guess, maybe in the season matchup so far? Yeah, I would say that um, every day. I say that quite often, that the starting pitching sets the tone. And, um, you know, you give up a five spot in the first, that's tough. Um, but then we scored, you know, right away, right after the second inning, I think. And, um, you know, it ended up being five to three. And then they got two more. I think they added two more right after that. And, I think if um, you can get that shutdown inning, it might have changed some things. But um, you know, credit to them, they just kept they kept going. Um, the Braves and they didn't really stop. So, um, and we couldn't stop the bleeding. And uh, just kind of what the story of the game was tonight. Uh, just that that light issue delay in the seventh. Just what was that like? Seeing the conversation back and forth and just having the obviously it was eight minutes, but just going through something like that. They said that there was some water maybe in the lights, and they're trying to figure it out, and they're debating on whether to um, turn off one of the panels, but there's going to be plenty of light. We just couldn't have the flickering back and forth. They just thought that was a little we, – we all thought that was a little dangerous for the players and just making sure that was okay. But, um, yeah, I, we just making sure that wasn't going to happen again. Was Nick the first one that recognized it? Was it in his end? It was Acuna. Uh, the, the inning before, he, he started saying something about it. And then, um, and then Sanchez actually during the, the ball was in, gosh, out of the guy's mm-hmm. hand, I think. And then uh, he hit it. And that's when we kind of stopped the game. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. All right. It wasn't a great outing for Brian Hoeing. He ends up going three and two thirds, six hits, seven runs. Let's hear what Brian had to say after his start. Ready? Brian, obviously no secret the power that this lineup has. Um, would you say tonight's issues came more from just lack of command or was there something else? Uh, I would just say it's a little bit of everything. Um, getting behind the count definitely was not, was not helping me at, at all. Um, and then when I did make mistakes, they definitely took advantage of that and put the ball in play. Um, it was just tough because, you know, coming into this, we had a really good momentum coming in as a team. And then um, giving up five in the first inning is, puts our offense um, in a tough position to come back from. As you mentioned, it's a, a tough outing. But is there anything you take away from one like this? Honestly, just flush it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have a short-term memory. Um, baseball is a very humbling sport. Um, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Um, definitely, you know, look at some video and, and see what I can do better um, in the next outing. But overall, just just flush and move on and, and get ready for the next outing. Second time you faced them this year, obviously, you know what, how 
deep they are one through nine just how tough is it to face a lineup like that and what is it like knowing that more or less have to be perfect in order to try to keep them at bay yeah it's tough i mean they got a really good lineup um small well known i mean they like i said they put the bat on the ball when you make mistakes they put it in play um hit the ball hard um there's no really easy outs at one through nine um I mean, those guys, seven, eight, nine, you still have to, to execute your pitches, and if you don't, they take advantage of it, and they find a way to get on base. Um, but yeah. All right, we're right back at it. It'll be Yuri Perez who takes on this big, bad Braves lineup. It's going to be a 4-10 first pitch from Truist Park, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 340. As always, we hope you can join us. Thanks for rewinding with us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. Some Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.